You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hour number two here, BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez. We're with you up until 12 o'clock Eastern time getting ready to talk with jim root in moments but it's great j-rod our producer mario let us in on some of the other names in the chat that he was gonna talk about for xfl possibly (laughs) some of the former quarterbacks paxton lynch josh rosen aj mccarron brett hunley it just some of those names man you just think about what could have been josh rosen especially i mean what could have been No disrespect. I know Josh Rosen isn't on an XFL team. He's not on a ZFL team. No, 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 no. Yeah. I hope he invested wisely. If Paxton Lynch, I mean, that guy, first-round draft pick, everybody loved how tall he was. It turned out to be the next Brock Osweiler. just didn't work out. Let's talk some college hoops, though. Go to the phone lines and talk with Jim Root. Covers college hoops for three-man weave. Does content for the field of 68. You can follow him on Twitter at second chance points jim we appreciate you joining us man we'll get right into it game of the night in college hoops and probably the game of the year in the sec bama at tennessee tonight tennessee two and a half point favorites at home do you think bama finally suffers their first loss in sec play tonight it's it, possibly it's a tough one to figure out here because both teams are really dealing with some some injury situations. Tennessee especially, um, they're missing Josiah Jordan James over the weekend against Missouri, and then another similar Swiss Army knife kind of forward Julian Phillips got hurt ten minutes into that game. Both are day to day reported as game time decisions, so that that makes this handicap a little tough in advance. And then the Alabama side, Charles Bediaco, their starting center. <laughs> apparently got some sort of a knee knock over the weekend too and is is a, a game time decision. So there's three guys that I think matter to the line that we don't know their status yet heading into this game. If I had to bet it right now before knowing any of their status, I'd probably put like a little bit on under. But I think those guys swing the actual uh, side enough for me where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off, wait until game time, and if you get the right combination of Tennessee guys and Alabama guy out, I could go for the Vols or both Tennessee guys out. I, I probably will end up leading Alabama. So I'm just going to wait up until the uh, the game time and hopefully get some, some solid injury reports out of Knoxville. Jim, I saw this amazing stat this morning, and, and it's really relevant with Alabama, Virginia, uh, Indiana, and San Diego State all playing on the road tonight. Uh, top 15 teams have struggled mightily on the road this year they've only won at a 52 percent clip is there any upsets brewing you think is it indiana at northwestern uh i don't think virginia is going to have any problems in louisville or maybe even alabama tennessee there 
Yeah, I saw this too. I think his uh, stats by Will might have been the handle about this. It's one of the lowest win rates on the road for top 15 teams in the past decade or 15 years. Really impressive. I think it kind of speaks to the mini resurgence of home court we've seen this season. Uh, I know in handicapping NFL, a lot of people are starting to give like one or two points at most for home in that league. College basketball, though, I think it's still really important, especially in some of the leagues with big travel. Now tonight, yeah, it's uh, are we trying to find a road ranked team get knocked off? That's going to be tricky. I actually do like Indiana at Northwestern. Um, Indiana lost at home to Northwestern earlier in the year. Northwestern's coming off that big, big win over Purdue on Sunday. So the spot, I think, sets up fairly decently for Indiana. And I think Northwestern might have some issues guarding Trace Jackson Davis, just like pretty much everyone does. But as we talk about home court, Big Ten home court has been dominant. It's about 60% cover rate for home teams in Big Ten play so far. Uh, so that's against the spread, you know, all equalized for, for uh, team talent and everything. Really, really impressive stuff from, from Big Ten home teams and makes me real hesitant to back that trend. So maybe Indiana is the one in trouble, despite my initial inclination when looking at that game. Jim, do you like any teams in the Big Ten to back in the tournament? I mean, right now, I think Michigan State's probably the one just because of Izzo, the veterans' guards that they have now that Malik calls back. That'd be the team with the right matchup. I could see maybe pulling off some upsets, but we were talking about Purdue. We're looking forward to fading them. Indiana, Illinois to me could kind of be wild cards. Maybe this Northwestern team could upset some people. When you look at the Big Ten, we know it's been a down year for them, but do you think that they could do anything in the tournament this year? Yeah, like you said, I like I like looking for guards, uh, and Michigan State is very appealing there. Uh, Hogard and Tyson Walker can really have some big games when both are playing well together. The one I've kind of been in on for a while, and last night's uh, results are not going to back this up at all, but I think Illinois has got a chance to make some noise in the postseason because of their lineup flexibility. They can go big with Dane Danger in the middle and, and surround him with some shooting and some wings, or they can go a little smaller, Coleman Hawkins at the five, and play faster, pressure defense a little bit. I think being able to to be flexible and play different styles, win different ways, is pretty key in the postseason, whereas in the past, Illinois has been really reliant on Kofi Coburn, and I think those those big man reliant teams struggle in the postseason because you can scheme them out a little bit. Uh, but Illinois, they, they're getting more and more depth. They got R.J. Melendez back last night after he was hurt for a game. Luke Goody is getting healthier, one of their sophomores, uh, really a, a sharpshooter that adds just more offensive weaponry. The problem is they got absolutely dominated by Jalen Pickett last night. Uh, so, so definitely tough to look at them and, and be excited. But they have covered nine of their last 11 games. They're playing well. I like the identity, and I think this is the team that, you know, after they have big expectations last year or last two years with Desunmu and, and uh, Coburn, they might actually go a little further than expected this time under Underwood, who I actually think is a, is a very good coach. Jim, still stinging. Um, I'm a Creighton guy, so still stinging from last night in in Providence. Big East, say what you want about it. The games are at least entertaining and wild, and 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 a great one in Milwaukee tonight between Xavier and Marquette, 16 versus 11. What do you make of Marquette? I mean, they're 20 and six. They've got two overtime losses, three losses of five points or less. How much damage do you think Marquette can do? I, they could do a lot. I, I've been really impressed with them this year. And to your point, 
Um, if anybody's wanted to watch college basketball, watch these top half Big East games. Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, Providence, UConn. Any games involving two of those teams, they've been awesome to watch this year. Marquette, they, their offense is ridiculous. Uh, they've got skill all over the floor, all kinds of shooting. One of the best passing teams I've watched all season with Kolek and, and Igadaro, both really impressive triggermen being able to set teammates up or score themselves. The, the the upside for them hinges on the defense. I think Marquette is a little bit like last year's Purdue, where we, we liked how dynamic the offense was, but a lot of people, myself included, were skeptical of them in the postseason because they couldn't get stops. And that's really the, the one thing with Marquette that is, is troublesome. Uh, the defense has gotten a little bit better in league play, but they can still get absolutely crushed on the offensive glass. UConn did it to them last week in that game. I think UConn had over 20 offensive rebounds, grabbed more than half of their misses, and that's that's the weakness with Marquette. They lack a little bit of physicality inside, a little bit of strength, size. If teams are able to take advantage of that, they could have some issues. But the offense could take them really, really far, and Shaka Smart does such a good job of cultivating a, an intense um, type of defensive mindset. So I, I think they can get there. But down the stretch here, last few games into the Big East tournament, I want to see that defense really start to turn things up. So, then a follow-up, Jim. Tonight, they're at home hosting Xavier, and Marquette's laying five and a half. Where are you on that side? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm tempted by Marquette. Uh, Xavier has not looked great on the on the road recently, losing uh, at Butler, at Creighton, at DePaul. Uh, they did sneak in a win at UConn, struggling UConn uh, a couple weeks back. But with their shorthandedness right now, they don't have Zach Fremantle. Their front rotation is really limited. They already don't play much of a bench, but you take out Fremantle and it's like five or six guys. And then Sule Boom, their, their star point guard transfer who came in from UTEP, he rolled an ankle against Butler over the weekend. He has not been practicing. It, it sounds like he's going to play. They're going to give him a shot. He's going to go through shoot-around and everything. But I can't imagine he's going to be full strength. So if you're down two key starters going to Marquette, a very tough place to play if I serve for him. I'm definitely leaning towards Marquette. I'm going to wait and see what Boom's status is as he goes through warm-ups and everything. Might end up adding Marquette there laying the five and a half. P.J. Glasser, Jim Rodriguez here on BetQL Daily. We're talking with Jim Root, covers college hoops for three-man weave. Jim, I think my favorite play of the night is Kentucky plus two and a half tonight against Mississippi State. You look at Kentucky, and I think when you're betting them, it's all about matchups. Teams that can score, like Bama, Gonzaga, Missouri, Kansas, Arkansas, they really struggle with. But I think when they play defensive teams like Mississippi State, 
Tennessee, who they upset earlier in the year. I think it's a really good matchup for them. They can play in these low 60s, high 50s kind of game. Do you like Kentucky tonight as well? Do you like the under? It's a must-win game for the Wildcats and Mississippi State as well. What are your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I kind of like Kentucky as well. I think it's also, you know, the, the spot of Kentucky off two losses. Everybody's kind of burying them, shipping them to, to Dayton or even the NIT. And then Mississippi State's won five in a row. They've kind of done this this season. Win 11, then lose eight of nine, now won five in a row. But it, I, I think your point is an astute one on, on what Kentucky can succeed against. You mentioned Tennessee. Uh, same thing with Florida. They will, were able to knock off Florida at home. That's a real defense-first squad. If you can't take advantage of some of Kentucky's issues defensively, then they can hang around. And Oscar, the big man, has been great on the glass, per usual, one of the best two-way rebounders in the entire country. But he does have some issues guarding in space. He doesn't have the same explosion this year, I think partially because of the preseason knee injury he suffered. The one thing holding me back uh, on, on Kentucky right now and I hate to keep harping on injuries on this show with a lot of these matchups, but unfortunately, Kentucky's dealing with a couple too. C.J. Frederick and Severe Wheeler, two rotation guards for them, part-time starters. Don't know for sure if either of those guys will be back, but I still, even without them, am leaning Kentucky, and maybe if we get one of those guys to play tonight, I think I'd be in with you and, and back in Big Blue Nation on the road. Jim, just like the Big East has been fun, the Big 12 has been wild as well. And you've got uh, uh, two top 25 teams. It's TCU in Ames taking on the Cyclones, 22 versus 19. And for TCU, man, talk about a gauntlet. This is their third straight top 25 team that they're playing in Iowa State. They're banged up. They're on the road getting three and a half uh, at Iowa State. Where, where, what's your play on that? It's interesting. So this number has, has ticked down a little. I think I'd seen four, four and a half yesterday, which maybe is some conjecture that Mike Miles is going to return for TCU. Uh, he suffered a knee hyperextension back against uh, Mississippi State on January 28th. And he's been practicing of late. There was a report he looked really good at practice yesterday. So potentially could get him back. And, and when he's out there, I love this TCU team. They, they are so tough defensively. They, they get going in transition, and Miles is kind of the key for that. He's a really up-tempo, push-the-pace kind of guard, and he can score in the half court. That's kind of their big issue right now. Is they, if they can't get to the rim, they can't score. When Miles is in there, he gives them a little more of a perimeter option, a jump shooter, adds a, a significant element to their attack. On the other side, though, Iowa State just lost at home over the weekend to Oklahoma State. Can I see them losing two in a row at Hilton? In front of their, their fantastic fan base there, man, that would that would be surprising. But if Miles is in there, I do lean TCU. Hopefully he's close to 100% if they're going to let him play. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm, look, I'm closer to buying low on TCU right now than I am buying low on Iowa State. Jim, we got about a minute and a half left. I wanted to ask you about San Diego State. They're in action tonight against Fresno. This was a team coming into the season. We all kind of thought they would be what St. Mary's has become of the mid-majors. And because of the St. Mary's, the FAUs, the Charlestons of the world, San Diego State, it feels like, is kind of flying under the radar. Do you like the Aztecs still long-term? Do you think that they could be a team to watch come tournament time? I love them long-term. I, I think they've got really every element you need. They've got size defensively in the paint with Mensa. 
Uh, they've gotten some extra offensive boost this year with Tremel and Lede, the two transfers that they brought in over the offseason. They've got shooting. Adam Seiko's been kind of a sniper this year, and, and then Matt Bradley's the star, the, the high-usage guy in the wing. I, I think San Diego State could really make some noise in the postseason. We just kind of avoid the NCAA tournament collapse that they had last year against Creighton. I think they were up nine with two or three minutes left and ended up blowing that game. So I, I think the, the upside is there for San Diego State, and I agree with you. They've kind of fallen by the wayside because of uh, some of the performances of, of, of other teams, especially out west. Yeah, Jim, we appreciate the time, man. Great stuff. Jim Root covers college hoops for Three Man Weave, does content for Field of 68. You can follow him on Twitter, Second Chance Points. Enjoy the games tonight. We'll talk to you again soon, man. Yeah, great stuff there from Jim Root. Uh, I agree with him. San Diego State, J-Rod, that's, that's a team I would watch out for. There's some good games tonight. Like, as we were going through, Bama, Tennessee, Xavier Marquette, Indiana, Northwestern, TCU, Iowa State, man. Going to be some good games tonight, J-Rod. I will say, I will leave you with a cautionary tale. Uh, San Diego State laying eight and a half in Fresno. They're one and six against the spread. Their last seven against teams of losing record. Just Ooh, you know. like that. That's what we call a tease, J-Rod. We're going to talk more college hoops next. We're breaking down all the games here on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.